Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. The Black Fat Femme Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio and Dr. John Paul, LLC. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Black Fat Film Podcast, where all the intersections of identity are celebrated. I'm one of your hosts, John, also known as Dr. John Paul, and I'm happy to report that we survived the year 2023. Insert clap, insert clap, insert clap. My God, my God. What a moment. What a journey. We are back like cooked crack. But like I've said, I am so thankful that we are here and that we have survived another year. And that rhymes. How are you, girl? <laughs> Screaming, you said we might like cook crack. And I'm like, not yes, right. honey. Do you remember that commercial? Are you old enough to know that commercial? No. I'm not throwing shade. I'm just asking. No, 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 no I don't know. I'm like, what commercial? <laughs> was, was was there a commercial oh about crack in the van? Yes, girl. There was a commercial about um, I think it was meth. It was back in like the early 90s. Listeners, if you know about this commercial, please comment um and, and please send us messages about it. But yes, it was like I'll have to I'll have to send you the link after the show. But okay. it's this woman, she's like cleaning up her house. She's like, Where did I get all that energy? Mm, meth. <laughs> it was from the 90s and then there was this is your brain on drugs and this is your brain on blah 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 yeah girl they was they they had they had infomercials for all the drugs 
That's wow. That's wild. That's why I what a time to be live back then. What a time to be live today. This this year so far as giving all I can think about is <laughs> like I I just keep playing Survivor but just say child every day because that's what I feel yeah. about. Twenty twenty three, uh fam, it is Jordan aka Joho, and I am glad to be back, 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 back again for one more year of life. Hopefully a lot more, but just you know, for this year right now, one more year of life and I pray. Truly I pray, God I pray. Even for my worst enemies, the 2024 is a year that blesses us in the ways that we need because 2023, girl, I'm a survivor. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to stop. I learned in 2023 that I am not God's service warrior. Do not give no. me your motto, sir. I do not. I actually do not need them. I have fought the good fight mm-hmm. for way too long now, and I am good to just relax Amen. because I feel like last year was about survival, and God, if you, if you hear me, God. Let, let, let this year be about thrival, please. I'm just trying to thrive. I know that's right. Thrival. I live for that. I was laughing because I saw on someone's Instagram, they had said, um, I don't know who's writing my story in this in this uh, television show, but I don't need any more character development. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah. Like, Could they go on strike, please? Is some of the yes. I'm like, can, you actually, whoever's uh, writing this story, go stop. on strike. Just I <laughs> I live for it. I know that's right, honey, because I feel the same way. 2023 tried me in ways I never ever thought that it would try me. And I know that we're a couple of days. Well, I would say we're actually a couple of weeks out and away from the new year. So we won't spend a lot of time talking about our new year. But how are you feeling so far before we jump to the show? How how are how how is your soul? How is you? Yeah. <laughs> how is my soul in life? Uh mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh, my soul. So I would say, how is I? I twenty four twenty four. I feel like already has hands. Like I feel like <laughs> this girl. She came with the boxing gloves ready. Um, it is always is already going for a little bit of a whirlwind, but. This year, I refuse. I refuse to let to to lose control unless it's by yeah. Missy Elliott. Music make you lose control because that's 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 what I'm trying to. I feel this year. I think so far this month, January is like my mm-hmm. play. It's like I'm still yeah. chilling. I'm hibernating a little bit, and I'm planning for the year ahead, both of myself. Mm-hmm. Like this year, last I, I want to get back to my fashion bag. I want to get back into my riding bag. I feel like I've written so long. I want to start doing published pieces. Yeah. You know, I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready for BFF to go to new heights. I'm ready to you know to to to, to really get us popping on there too. So I think yeah. this month is a planning month, and I feel like it's going good so far in that way. I'm prioritizing rest. Um, 2024 is not is trying to not let me do that, and she keeps throwing yeah, things at me. Like, I'm like, you could just, you could just stop. Um, yeah. But uh, this time, this time I'm catching them. Last year I was not catching them; I was just getting hit in the face by them. This year I'm catching them. I'm like, <laughs> you won't get me today, bitch. So we'll see how long. Yeah. That how about you know kind of in the same vein i feel like this month has been a lot of just me having to sit with and having to kind of uh you know think just think a lot just thinking a lot and really planning a lot but i think on the the brighter side as you all can hear um and for some of you you will see us so okay. we're 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 starting off the year with a new where you know you'll be able to actually see us as we're recording um you, you know over to the YouTubes and tell your girls to sign up because because we're doing it. You'll see us in video. Um, but also too, I think it's just been a lot of sitting with the joy of 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 this year. 
um, being a year where I'm hoping that everything that I planted for 2023 is, you know, is going to blossom this year. I think we did a really good job last year of, and I mean, we talked about this a, a few shows ago, but we did a very good job last year of solidifying ourselves as, you know, quote unquote podcasters and mm. really you know, being out there for the girls to see us. And I think that, you know, even with like the live show, I'm still getting people who are saying that they loved, you know, the live show and they can't wait for us to do it again. And so there are all of these things that we did last year that I feel like this year is really setting us up for. And I'm, I'm really, really excited for it. However, um, in traditional fashion, we're going to keep the show moving. And I think it's really cool that we've already started talking about kind of the, 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 the things that we're looking forward to and the things that we've seen this year. And so I want to ask you, you in tradition in um celebrating and giving miss tisha campbell her flowers every week we do it and i also want to shout her out if you didn't get a chance to see her at the emmys baby mama was giving how good she looked oh my god that mama uh, with her with her uh tisha arnold and queen Queen of brunson oh yeah yeah they look Mm-hmm. I didn't love I know we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about the Emmys because by the time y'all hear this the mm-hmm. Emmys will have been passed but I will say is I didn't love Quintus Dress I didn't mm. love it it looked like it needed to be steamed and I know that that mm. was a very expensive look and, a, and it was supposed to be the style but I didn't like it but mm-hmm. Tashina mm-hmm. and um and and Miss uh, Tisha Campbell, Campbell, they gave, mm-hmm. they definitely gave. But anyway, wanted to ask you in the past, you know, three weeks. Obviously, we're getting ready to go into the end of January, and we're back on the air, and we've had some time to kind of refresh and reset and rethink about where we're going, and even you know, thinking about new conversations. Right? I wanted to ask you, what have you deemed a victory for yourself so far this year? And it can be big. Mm-hmm. It can all but i want to know what do you consider a victory for george Mm, i love this question okay um hmm. so i would say so i guess i would say a, a victory i have is that i feel more clear than i did last year on my priorities for myself I feel like last year, as I should before uh, several episodes, um, like last year was just a big depressive episode. I was experiencing symptoms, depression, and like dissociating from a lot of things within myself and the world around me and and feeling like I was just so disconnected. It was an interesting thing because I thought, I I think I said before, like when I moved, I thought moving was going to solve my problems. Like, oh, she moves and it all comes together. Then I realized, oh, no, 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 no. Like, when you move, now I'm in the space to solve my shit, which is great because Mm -hmm. now I have the space to do it um, versus, like, just sitting and, like, not not, not be able to do it. So I appreciate that now I have the ability to to, to figure my shit out by have by having moved and having the mental space and physical space to like do that and feel different and do and try different things and experiment with myself. But now I'm like, oh shit, the work begins now. Like now yeah. here begins here lies the work. And I was like, oh, the work, why? Well I'll be here today. But um <laughs> my victory is that I am finally in the in the space to 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 start 
to start, you know, chipping away at it. And I have my priorities, I have my priorities a lot more clear than before. I know mm. what I'm going to do and how I'm going to do it. You know, I, like I said, at the top of this, I want to get back to my fashion bag, writing bag. I want to be more about the community, 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 ooh, girl, I can't say it right. Community again, um, communities. And I Mom, am communities. So this year I feel, I, I feel really good about where I'm going. Mm, uh, I'm, you I'm, okay, I don't know what what was that song? It's right where I'm going, but I, no, I I, <laughs> I don't never, know where I'm going. I never heard that song before. Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! Okay, I'm not here, girl. <laughs> Queen, Sorry. Queen Latifah does a great does, does a great version in the hair, in the history of film. Uh, mm-hmm. Jennifer Hudson does a great version in the uh, in the 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 filmed televised. Um, live show version of it a few years ago okay it's just it's just the the song itself i i know where i've been is a is a good song and i realize actually literally it says i don't know where i'm going so i will redact that (laughs) (laughs) i do know where i've been and i I know i'm going did you know where you've been but you may not know i know that so yeah baby i'm right there with you neither do i no i feel you i feel you i think um, I think 20, 20 like last year, and I, I I hate to keep going back to it, but I think last year was very much a year for so many of us to um we we were being pushed a lot, and when I say pushed, sure. I think it just felt like we were. I think last year was a lot of adultnessness of it, like the adult of it all kind of hit both of us. And yeah. I remember like sharing with you offline, like we've had Kiki's offline where we've talked about. You know, I know I know I'm a few years older than you, but I, I I definitely feel like the adultingness of it, like people glorify it and we never really get a chance to sit and talk with like what it's like to be a, a, a full ass adult in a world yeah. that's really not set up for us to be successful. Right. Oh. Um, so, you know, just being an adult has been hard. So I feel that um, I will say kind of to your vein of 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 being pushed. Mine is not actually I'm thinking I'm like oh I want I want mine to be so like inspirational and things no I think for me mine has been hydration girl last year you know there were days I'll be transparent and say last year there were days where I would go to bed and I'd be like oh I don't think I drank enough water today mm-hmm. um and I and it's funny because your body will tell you you know the ways that your body tenses up the way that your body feels the way that you move um I'm not a proponent of that whole believer of like everything you know everything is about eating healthy and being great like I don't I believe a lot of that is bullshit and propaganda to make you feel <laughs> feel bad about who you are um mm-hmm. but I will say that I do believe that water is essential and I think a lot of us need water you need more water especially if we're if we're in a in a climate where either it's hot or even right now like with it being cold or i can i can feel my body being like girl where's the water um Mm. so i bought this jug i mean for those of you who are watching i have this 32 it's 33 ounce jug um yeah and um, I try to remind myself to drink at least three a day. My thing is, is if I, like literally I'm telling myself, okay, 
you know, by 11 or 12, I'm like, girl, you should have already had one full one of these. And then by like three o'clock, I tell myself again, girl, you, this is, you should be on two. And so this one, like I have a little bit of water in here still, but I'm like literally on two. And so my thing is, it's like after dinner, I refill it again. And by the time I go to bed, it's, it's, it's done. And so I'm like, okay, now mm. I'm at least getting a hundred ounces of water a day. And I know people are like, oh, it's about your body weight and all of that. But I will tell you just having three, like having a hundred ounces of water in my body a day. I genuinely can feel the difference. Like I'm not even holding myself. Like that's one of the things I said. It it can be small. It it may seem small to other people, but it's so big for me because I will be transparent. I'm not a huge water drinker. I've never been. I I and I, don't get me wrong. I'm not a sweetie in this situation. And I'm saying water's mm. nasty. I don't say that water's nasty. It's just I'm so used to picking up tea. I'm so used to picking up coffee. I'm so used to picking up a diet soda. Like I'm just I'm real good about. These are the things I like and I, I and I grab them and I have to remind myself like, oh, well, water also needs to be a part of that equation, girl, because you're getting older. Yes. And you need um, so I'm just also, doing little things. And, you know, most people there, there are actually studies that show a lot of people don't get enough water. So they they, um, they don't I also say like 100 ounces is actually a good amount of water because like they say you should be drinking half your body, like half your body size in ounces. And I was like, girl, if I, if I, if I have that much, I'll drown. So like, right, right, right. you know, so like, like, like hundred ounces to my understanding of how science works. Like that's, that's actually a great amount of water. People, people don't reach that much. Like people don't reach like 64 ounces or like a gallon of yeah. water themselves. So yeah. you, but you hydrate it and it shows on your skin or your skin. Pop oh, thank you, honey. Shout out. Yeah. And I'm a little sweaty too. Cause again, I'm under the light. So for those of you who are watching, <laughs> I'm just a big girl. I'm under the lights and I'm sweating, but I'm still <laughs> trying to stay cute. I say glistening and, and, and things, but yeah, just really trying to be, I think what you, what you said and what I've said is, is, is a very great correlation of we're trying to be intentional about taking care of ourselves a little bit better and mm -hmm. I know we talk a lot about that on this show, but a big part of it is actually doing the work. And so for me, a big part of that work is actually drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> All right, girl. Well, with that being said, we are going to pay some bills per usual when we get back. We are going to talk about something special that y'all hey. seem to like to tussle about on the interwebs. <laughs> so grab a snack and come on back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Prudential knows that no community is a monolith, and we all have unique financial needs. With black community partners across the nation, Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long and are making a tangible impact. This includes their home city of Newark, where they're actively engaged in building stronger financial foundations. They are dedicated to offering equitable financial services that cater to diverse individual requirements while recognizing our shared goal of wealth building. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Power the dreams of our communities today and future generations tomorrow. Learn more and build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. All right, y'all. So we are back. And I wanted to start this week off with a quick trigger warning. Um, mm. I know this topic can. So I will I must say this before I actually get into the actual show flow of it all and us having the real conversation. I don't know where this conversation is going to go. Um, I think we have, I will say that I believe that I know you, I've known you long enough. We've had enough conversations both online and online as sisters to be able to know that this conversation, you know, we, we know how we feel about it. But I, again, mm-hmm. there's so many different thoughts. There's so many different nuances. Um, we are going to be talking about in this episode about intentional weight loss. We had mentioned I think maybe I would say about 10 or 15 episodes ago that we were going to do this episode and we're finally getting to it. Um, For those of you who are listening and this may just be a topic you're like, I don't really want to engage this conversation, um, whether you have things that you're dealing with or you're just emotionally not in a place where you want to engage this conversation. I will have our producers put line notes in the Mm. show notes uh, to make sure that if you want to skip to the actual next segment you can but with that being said i just definitely wanted to say that we are going to be talking about weight loss eating disorders and overall body image and i wanted to make sure that you know for those of you who may say this you know girl i just ain't it i'm not i'm not here for it um (laughs) you know want to go ahead and give you the the okay to skip um so yeah with that being said i wanted to bring this up because for those of you who know me i have seen the color purple twice and um what really sparked this for me was i don't know if you've seen oprah on her campaign trail for the film Mm. but she's been very so i'll start here and say this when i first because oprah was at the first screening i was at and i saw oprah and i said oh mama is thin (laughs) she's not 
like there's a difference between like oh she's you know you could tell that she's changed her habits a little bit then you can always go oh wow someone has lost a lot of weight mama is thin in in, in person mm. and so i looked at jonathan and my partner and i said i am sure she's on ozampic i said i just mm. know she's on ozampic. um sure enough a couple of days went by um, and I don't know if it was the Hollywood Reporter or if it was Variety, but it was one of them who had said that, you know, Oprah has been very vocal about how she's so thankful for Ozempic. And she said mm. that she's happy that it is helping her stay healthy. Um, I want to process that that notion around stay healthy before we move on. Mm. Um, because it triggered me a little bit, right, around this idea that there are so many celebrities like i don't know and i don't know if you're feeling it too joho and that's why i brought it up there was a time where i feel like everyone was kind of like just love your body and just do what makes you happy and yeah you can you can love who you are and be successful and do your thing and then we just went to this this like shoo, like everyone started to lose weight again <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. and i just like mm. what's going on here um go ahead you, so I've seen, so I've seen, I've definitely seen some, some celebs whom we love, some celebs who are historically been fat folks. I've seen some influencers that we love who historically been fat folks oh, yes. who have lost, who visibly show that they've lost weight. And it's an interesting way I can say is the folks of quite a few of the folks who are within that category haven't talked about it. And I appreciate right. I appreciate that because when someone calls them out in about it, like they they're not going to engage they're not going to engage in like fat public rhetoric. And I appreciate right. that. Like right. I can hold your journey is your journey with your body and like that is okay. It is right. it, 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 it's to your point about, about you know about about our girl our girl Miss Orpa. Um it's you know, it is it, it just you just never know that's her actual name. People are like, why'd you call her Orpa? That's her actual name. Orpa. Was it um Orpa? It's Orpa. O-R-P-A-H. She just calls up Oprah. I don't, yeah. I cannot tell you why, but it's Orpa. And I was like, okay. And actually, I love the name Orpa. I think it's a really beautiful name. Yeah, Orpa. So okay. our girl Orpa. Um, but Miss Oprah Winfrey. The fact that she has to that she announces something like that, and especially right. a medication that I mean has become a bit of a punchline for people is interesting too, <laughs> right? How many people joke about like just give me a Zempic and I'll be fine? And it's like there are actually like very serious like health consequences that, that, that could come yeah. with that. For some people, oh, it yeah. works for them and like happy for them that it works for them, and hopefully that they don't they don't they don't face long term consequences of it or like long term negative consequences of it. But like I wouldn't necessarily be like yeah, Ozempic. And also, I mean, again, Oprah's interesting because she's been. Sometimes I think, how long are you going to be invested in like weight loss? culture as as a yeah as a brand when she's been doing it for yeah. when she's doing it for debt for decades and part part of me is like you've done several things and none of them have worked the way you want them to work clearly <laughs> like because you are doing more things and I, not right. trying to be not trying to be shady like i don't think but like i mean but i'm saying like you you're doing all these things that you continue doing and so right. i'm like so, so i'm like so part of me is like to the point about staying healthy, I'm like, but have you regardless? If right, like, if you have right. to keep doing different different things, like what is mm-hmm. working or not working uh, for you? So yeah, so that, that's just like a top level thought that I have, especially on on that. And, and of course, the healthy part is just like right. 
uh, when people say like stay healthy or being healthy, like I wish I wish in my lifetime, I, I say I wish I don't think that we ever will in my in our lifetime, but I wish in my lifetime we can get to a place where we can really recognize that like the like health just looks really different on different bodies and right. health can still be I think on, on on different bodies. Um and like and also people don't like like I hold that with health is different for all people. We should respect that. And like what's, what's between them and their doctor is between them and their doctor. And they will discuss right. that with you. They can, but like, if, and, you know, people, and I'll people, even challenge that because doctors are very fat phobic. You, you're, you're right. You're right. You're, you're, yes. Yes. Oh. You're, facts, 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 facts. Right. So those who have a doctor who, who has a weight neutral understanding and uh-huh. vernacular in context, like that, that, that can be between them and, you know, or people who have, who have a, a weight neutral fat, fat, liberatory dietitian, like, that's between them and the the health the health team that they work with um yeah. and i like like it like and i and i can i can respect that um damn i forgot i, I forgot what i was saying what i was saying before then um sorry damn she no it's not your fault i was like what was i just saying about that damn oh yes but in, in my lifetime but i so I, so how the health is different to different bodies um and and also that like like people don't owe you health either like if people want to yeah. be quote unquote unhealthy, like they can like let them live their fucking lives. Like we're not gonna die anyways, girl. Like I don't know why you think like we're not gonna die anyways at some point. Yeah, like, yes, 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 yes. Do I want to do the things for myself that make me live a long time to me? Sure, sure, sure. And that looks different for me, and my body. That the doctor, that my doctor that I have, that I trust. Like we, right. we will, be in, we will be in collaboration of how to get there. But like yeah. if you, if people don't, people don't owe you the health or anything. So, anyways, right. I, I rambled a lot about about that. About no, that, you but. didn't ramble at all. I think you hit uh, you hit some really good points, and I, I know that we're going to get to a lot of them. But I think you know the 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 question that I'm I'm asking or I'm wanting to hold in this space as you were talking was you know. I, I guess instead of asking the question, do we think that intentional weight loss is fat phobic? Mm. The question reads is how does intentional weight loss read as fat phobic? Because yeah. I'll say this, like I, I can understand someone saying like, and again, it, I think this is one of those conversations that there is no right answer, right? Mm, like, mm-hmm. I, I truly there's wrong answers, that, okay. but there's no right answer. I think there, there is no right answer. There's a lot of wrong answers, but there are no right answers. And what I will say is, like, okay, like with when we're talking about issues of race, okay, there usually is only one right answer, right? But I think when we start talking about bodies and body sizes and the way people want to like you make a good point you said what you want to do with your body is what you want to do with your body facts right i truly believe that if you are in a mind where you say i want to lose weight i don't like i don't like the way i look in this body okay that's fantastic do you boot where i start to have the problem is when you start shitting on a whole bunch of fat people because mm. you are now thin and that is for me what really brought this to my to to, to my I, my idea was I, I i've seen people make intentional like they'll post whether it be a reel whether it be a a, a twitter a, a tweet whether it be whatever the case may be and there's always a slight jab of like i used to be so unhealthy but now i'm so you know i'm so proud of myself for losing the weight and it's like okay, girl, like you didn't really have to say that you were unhealthy. You could have just simply yeah. said, I lost the weight because I, you know, I wanted to, you know, 
whatever the case may be. I mean, if you would you want to say, I lost the weight because I wanted to be vain, or I lost the weight because I wanted to keep <laughs> up lifestyle. Like, <laughs> do you, girl? I'm not here to judge you, but my 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 qualm, my quip is that it just feels like whenever people, whether they be on Olympic or not, whether they be working with the trainer or not, there's always this jab that comes with the reason why someone lost weight. And that's where, for me, the fat phobia starts. That's where I made the no. And I think this is where a lot of the started for me. I said, when you start to lose weight and you start making those subtle jabs at fat people, you're telling me that you don't like looking like a lot of the people you mm. purport to love. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you truly love me and you say you're going to lose weight and then you turn around and say, well, I wanted to do it because I wanted to be healthy. Well, then you in turn are telling me that you think I'm unhealthy and yeah. I can guarantee you that you can't keep up with me on a bike, honey. You know, so like that, that's the kind of stuff I, I, I think about. I guess one of the other things that I was thinking mm. so much about, too, in all of this is, you know, kind of getting to this place of, you know, the real conversation that a lot of people don't ever want to seem to ever like step their toe in is desirability. You know, like mm. a lot of weight loss is rooted. And, and this, again, this is just me giving off my mm. humble is that weight loss for a lot of people is rooted in desirability. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Oof. Ooh, okay. So there's, <laughs> there's a lot in here. So yeah. one, so one I'll say just to go back a little bit i think our hmm, i <laughs> think that i agree with you I, I wish people would just be honest about why they lost weight like if you want to lose weight girl live your life but i think like when someone says oh i, I did because I, I was unhealthy or to be healthy that's just such a general statement like okay girl mm -hmm. but like why why were you unhealthy was it because maybe you lacked access to like to like food that make you feel good did you like access to education about what it means what your body needs for itself did you yeah. did you yeah. like did you have unhealthy behaviors that like led to harmful coping yeah. mechanisms like we say unhealthy what does that really mean because saying i'm just unhealthy is like girl actually doesn't really do anything for anybody even yourself um mm -hmm. and it like it, 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 and at your point like it then has like if someone says oh i lost weight because i was unhealthy it's like Okay, well, then every other fat person who might see that is like, so you think I'm unhealthy then? And and I think I'm in, I'm trying to get in the space of like I'm tr I've been working on detaching what people like. I know what society thinks, and know what people within society think when they make changes for themselves. And I've had to work right. on like just no like no longer personalizing it, right? Like because because I because like 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 I they have their truth and I have like my truth and somewhere between is like the actual truth. And I think the truth can you know can fit multiple different you know narratives and lenses. And so I'm like, you know what? Like that's the truth and like like pish posh. Like I don't need to have them in my life. But okay, yeah. so I think so that's one thing I think about when it comes to the idea of like of them framing it as as unhealthy um or you know but I, I i do wish people would just say i like like again you know again like right like i roxanne gay um and i think i, I think of, i want to honor my friend faith who's a listener of the show one of my like favorite folks i'm just one of, my, one of my best friends here anyways but like one of my favorite folks when it comes to fat liberation work um like we talked a lot about we talked a lot about uh roxanne gay and how like she was, she was honest and and like in, in her weight loss, she was like, "I'm tired of feeling, I'm tired of having medical fat phobia. I'm tired of, I'm tired of not fitting in plane seats. I'm tired of like this happening. Like I'm tired of these things. So I have chosen, so I like I have chosen 
mm-hmm. to I have chosen to have you know a weight loss surgery um because I because like I want to like I'm tired of feeling like I'm marginalized even more so than I am as a black queer woman and now as a, mm-hmm. as a black queer fat woman right so she did her she 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 did her surgery but but unlike many people she never like stopped working towards the cause she's worked in for fat for like for for, for fat folks right right, so right, like, right. Like, like like I think the, the what's What's hard about, about the, the, the betrayal in this is like people lose weight and then they betray the work that they've done in the community that they've built. And that's what's also challenging too. Because if you want yeah. to lose the weight, girl, I like I support you in your journey in your life, regardless. I don't I don't ha- I don't have to like it. It's so funny because it makes me think about my dad. My dad always would always say this to me when I was growing up, you ain't gotta like me, but you gotta respect me. And I was like, that's some bullshit. <laughs> but now I but now as as I'm older, I realize I don't have to like what you do, I have to respect what you do if I can respect it, right? And I can respect it if you do it in a way if you if, if you make your decisions and it doesn't change who you are and the work that you've done it's just who right. you are that that's where that's where i'm like girl you have lost respect now because maybe mm-hmm. because now you act as if you're better than us and that means that you've always thought not only that you're better than us now that you were less than before and that means that that you think we should feel less than we should feel less than as well and that's just not that's just okay, not girl, let it cook let it cook <laughs> Let it is just not the shit that i that i am down for like 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 i and to me it's like i'm sorry that you i'm sorry i'm sad that you felt less than and i'm happy that you feel good now but you don't have to do it at the expense of, of other people who have who have helped build you or supported you Mm-hmm. At the expense of like, the, like of us trying to make us feel, feel less than like, like we we can all feel great about ourselves and who right. we are. And then she talking about desirability, bitch, 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 bitch. Everybody, <sighs> so many people do it to be desirable. And trust me, trust me, I gets it. I gets right. it. Like as a queer man, I too am like I want to be fuckable. I want to be desirable. Like I know all these things, and I think about all the time. Like I'm like I'm also want to just like. To want to want one of those like team in a pound town and all, and all that shit, but yeah. I, have to, I, have to, I have to remind myself like if I do that, like first of all, like if 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 I if, if I do it for myself and like like whatever, right? But like to me, my thought process goes: if I do that, all I'll think about is like, damn, like I like 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 this person would probably not have done this with me if I was fat, which is shitty it on does. their part, yeah. and and also like. Then I then, then like I'm actually not doing it like if I'm then I'm not doing it for an actual reason to like benefit. You're doing it for them, right? Exactly. And so so or, like, if I'm gonna do it, I I'm gonna do it for for me myself only right, and how, right. how, how, how however that looks. And if I'm gonna do it, I'm not gonna sit here and act like I was never fat to begin with or just say, oh, right. I'm an ex fat and now I'm healthy. Like girl, no, bitch, I've been mm-hmm. healthy. We all been, we, we all been healthy. Right. And we've been down this road. We actually, I mean, I don't know if you remember, but a couple of months back we were we invited a guest on the show and then found out that they had lost a lot of weight and immediately was posting and saying a lot of really ridiculous things about fat Mm -hmm. people. And Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh no, they can't be on this show. And so I think that that's a big part of what you're saying is so, so fair because I think this is the layered piece of the, the, the notion around intentional weight loss. Right. Yeah. For me, it has been, I, I, and it will continue to be, I really don't care why people lose weight. Right. That has really nothing to do with me. I go, okay, girl, that's fine. However, when you start to lose weight and you start treating 
whatever platform you have, whether it be the ways, I mean, cause I, a friend of mine actually reached out to me about one of my tweets, you know, and she, and she was saying in so many, in such a loving way, she was saying, you know, while I don't agree fully with this tweet, I understand what you're saying. She said, because I remember having a friend who lost a lot of weight and we stopped being friends because of it. Like, because of the things mm. of like we started going out and doing things and she was critiquing everything I picked up, um, mm. you know, or she was critiquing the places where I wanted to go eat. And I just kept telling her, you made the decision to lose the weight. That was your intentional decision. I didn't. So please don't come over here and start treating mm. me like I'm less than you because I'm not mm. following suit. Right. And I think that's really what I was trying to say. A lot of people lose weight, whether and and sometimes people lose weight and don't want to lose the weight. But I think a lot mm -hmm. of people mm -hmm. lose weight and immediately start looking for little ways to be able to set themselves up as if they are to purport themselves as if they've made this grandiose decision to become a better person. And I think for me, one of the things that I, I've, I've really been sitting mm. with um, and all of this, and I know we're jumping around this, this, this mm. you know, our show flows so much, but I think one of the things that I, that has really got me kind of in my feels is the ways that society publicizes weight loss and how folks utilize weight loss as a badge of honor. Um, mm. I think that's one of the things that I've been really trying to get at is that, you know, I, 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 I I've just gotten more and more. I guess annoyed or I've, I've started to question why people feel the need to post a photo of them fat and then post a photo of them thinner or quote unquote in shape next to it and say, this is who I used to be as mm. if that person who was in the before photo is not important or, 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 or didn't have feelings or, didn't, mm. you know, like you're telling me yeah. by posting that before that the before was a problem. And that the after it should be what we should be all trying to, re, you know, to look for. And I, I, I don't necessarily believe anymore that a before, you know, I, I, and I've known friends like um, I think Megan Tanja had a shirt that said for a that said, I am not a before. And for a very long time, I never understood what that meant. But now I do like mm. my before who I am now, whether I lost the weight intentionally or I didn't shouldn't not not be valued as a person because i'm now thinner right like both of me should be important whether i be thin or 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 bigger um and i think that's the thing that really has gotten into has really gotten me into thinking of like wow we really have a problem when we start talking about body image um yeah that's just kind of where i'm at with that uh, so i i i uh, I'm gonna put a pin really quickly in the the, the badge of honor the badge of honor piece because it makes me think a lot mm -hmm. about like like how we frame weight loss as like a, as like a next level of of morality. So I'm gonna pin next. I want to get to that. My, but my first just just directly the the idea of the before and after because mm -hmm. as you said that made me think about like so many people I see when they post before and after they they address their before as like oh I like I was so sad I was depressing all these things and all and like and, and, and I read this and I'm like so I'm getting from this is that like you weren't sad because you were fat you were sad because life around you was shitty and right, so right. like like and so mm -hmm. you made changes that that like that like and like yes like your weight loss was probably part of that change but like you actually were never sad because you were fat you were sad because of all these things right and now you now you complete it as if like the fatness was a problem but it actually wasn't the problem the problems was like how shitty life was beforehand, you know, like, like, like mm -hmm. if, 
and who like, made life shitty for you? Exactly. Like if like yeah. If, if you're gonna talk about them, then like then then, then again the point earlier, right? Talk about the things that like led to you wanting to make a change in yourself, but don't like like like, like don't blame it on your fatness, right? Like don't blame it on being fat. Right. Like I like right. <laughs> like it's like it's giving it's giving uh mean girls uh I I I, I hate you you're fat, you're fat because I hate you. Like no girl, <laughs> like 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 you're inside right. like, like, right. like like, like you ain't you aren't sad you ain't sad you aren't sad because you're fat and you aren't fat because you're not sad either but like like you're sad for the reasons and your body maybe you know shifted in some ways like for the behaviors that you that you that adopted but like mm-hmm. it actually was never about your weight in the first place and so i think yeah. about the before and afters i'm like oh but it's actually actually such a misguided use of like of like that the terminology because before really is like i was i was in a worse place mentally and now i'm in a better place mentally and like that's a great before and after if you're like oh before i was experiencing these challenges in myself and after i've made these changes right but like i think to your point as well like the before person is also a full real person who doesn't deserve to be like to be like mm-hmm. discard discarded like that like like your before is actually still who you are as you, mm-hmm. as is your after so you can have them both be together in this mm-hmm. and like accept that your body is gonna fluctuate regardless still like that's what bodies do um Ooh, so i just, yep. want, I just want, like want to think about and hold that the badge of honor piece hits me so deeply because it makes it's it's so true like we frame weight loss as this sense of morality it's been that i experience myself and in, like in some ways like i think about the ways in which i per- perpetuate right like if like if yeah. someone tells me oh I've, I've i lost weight and i feel great i'm like i'm so happy for you because i am like, like I, I i i am happy for them i don't but it, but it sucks right because then because then, then then i'm like praising them for like what they like i'm i'm, I'm praising them for like truly something that feels not great to me um but right, also like right. feels good to them and, and i want to honor that 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 it feels good to, good to them i think i think i have, i think I've, I, you know, I have a high enough eq to, to recognize like i don't have again i don't have to love what they do i have to respect what they do and that makes them happy then i'm happy for them on that but but right. Like, but I think people then say it to take it to another level, and they're like, "Oh, I've lost weight now. I'm on a, I'm on my like my moral high ground." And like, girl, mm-hmm. like losing mm-hmm. doesn't weight doesn't make you a better person. Like losing weight does not make you a better person, more full human, a nicer person. Mm-hmm. Like it actually, in some cases, makes you a meaner person. Meaner um, person, yeah. Meaner person. And like, I mean, I mean, to me, I'm like, you're you're more con- you're more concerned about someone's body like like body you know yeah, about their politics yeah. about something you are more about like whether the fat or thin more than you are about like do they believe in my rights to be secure do they believe in like do, do they believe in housing and, and equitable health care for all like they don't believe in any of those things but ah uh, right. but but they the last way they must be so great like like they're so brave they're so strong like i think about a lot when i started running People would honk at me and support. They're like, oh, yep. like, like I'm so so proud of you. Look, at, bitch, I don't know who you are. Don't honk at me, girl. Yeah. proud of me. I bitch, will never what? forget. The, uh. I will never forget the person who pulled over one time while I was running. It was like, I see you out here every day, and it's just so inspiring for, for me. And it's like, bitch, like I don't, I don't need, I don't I just, need your validation. I really don't like. Fat people like, don't girl, need the apocalypse, right? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm probably for the purge. That's gonna happen because you bitches are crazy as hell. Like, right, right. Crazy. You bitches are wild as fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, you're you're not wrong. Like, I think you you have definitely you hit on a very again poignant thing that I think that I really just want folks to really think about. Right? If you are, if you are. I guess that's kind of what this call to action is. Cause I know for me, I was telling myself the one thing that I really want to do as we're continuing to have these conversations that it doesn't just become a, what I, what I like to think of as a bitch fest, right? 
we really are asking people and calling people to the carpet. And my thing is that if you are posting about health, if you are posting about your running or your writing or whatever thing that you're doing for yourself, right, making sure that you're you're doing whatever you can to make sure that it's not underlined with fat phobic rhetoric, right? Like that's the thing I've always done for me. And, and, and even for me, like there was a moment where I was posting my Pelotons and then I stopped because someone had, you know, I wouldn't say they made a comment, but someone was just kind of like, I'm sick of people always posting their, you know, their workouts. And I was going, okay. So now for me, you know, when I post, I post because I want folks to be, for, for me in my mind, when I post Peloton, I'm posting because I want other fat riders to see a fat mm. rider, right? Like I want someone to see me and say, well, if John can get on that bike every single day and do three different classes, so can I, right? And I don't, mm. and it has nothing to do about weight loss for me. It's the idea of like, I, like I've said in other shows, I want folks to see fat athletes. I want people to see fat people being able to do the things that society oftentimes purport us to not be able to do. And so mm. riding three, 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 you know, Tabata rides for me is, is a feat because society doesn't tell fat people that they can get on a bike and ride at that caliber, you know, for, for an hour, an hour and 15 minutes a day. So that's why I post the way I do. But I say all of that to say that I, I really want to challenge people to listen to this episode if they get through the segment and say, okay, how can I talk about fitness? How can I talk about my body? How can I talk about who I want to become as a person without shitting on fat people? Like, because it's possible. It is, it is possible. And I'll be transparent even saying for me, I've even had to like, really check in with myself about the ways that I like talk about my body, the way I talk about, you know, health or I've had to relearn health because society will, will have you believing that skinny is the only way for you to be healthy. And that's not the truth. And while we're here, I just wanted to say this real quick. Um, I wanted to shout out Natasha Larmy. I think I follow her on social media. Uh, Dr. Larmy, she spends a lot of time talking about lifestyle choices. And I think that that's the, that that's a big part of this, right? Like you can, you can improve your lifestyle by not being fat phobic, right? There, there are ways for like, they're not synonymous. Like talking about lifestyle choices truly mm -hmm. has nothing to do with fat phobia, right? Unless you start being fat phobic. <laughs> so you can, I've made a lifestyle choice to where I want to run every day. And it just so happened that I lost weight in the process. Okay, that's great. But my biggest thing for me becomes when you start saying, well, I'm running because I was such a slob and I was so slovenly. And now I want to be, I want to be in shape, right? Like that, that for me is what mm. I'm talking about. Um, but all that to be said, uh, there is an article and I will post the article in the show notes as well um, where they talk about the ways that you know you can you really truly can talk about lifestyle choices and have it be independent of weight loss etc cetera, etc cetera. Um, and that how traditionally diets do not work and that there has been a lot of research to show like you said with with was you said orpra or orpa orpa <laughs> What you said with Orpa about how she's been on the diet train ever since we've known Orpa. Um, but you know what's what 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 blows my mind? Have y'all heard of the side effects of Ozempic? Yes, yes, I girl. have, girl. Yes, girl. girl. I was looking around like, why would anybody? With I said, okay, so let's talk about it. A common one we ignore in the long term of using Ozempic is that you have long-term stomach problems. Like, you won't be able to shit right. Folks, 
will also have, it says there's a high risk of kidney disorder. And now folks are starting to report kidney failure. Oof. All for y'all to say, Oof. look at me. I'm not fat no more. Like, I'm Oof. not judging you. I'm not judging you. But what I'm saying mm-hmm. is just weight loss in itself is such an interesting business because you are practically killing yourself to be thin. That That's what it's giving. And please come at me if I'm wrong. But I, I, I guess it's no. like when you you are practically to, to say I'm thin to say I can fit into a seat when the world could just make bigger chairs or to say I I look a certain way so that way I can get the job or I can be seen as attractive you are literally killing yourself no it makes you think about it makes you think about like people will say that it costs too much more money to like build a more equitable world but I'm like they invest millions of dollars into, like, they invest millions of dollars into things like Ozempic or insert weight loss thing here instead. So I'm like, those millions of dollars will be used to actually build the more equitable world. Then, like, but like, but what I hear from this is that they build, they spend invest millions of dollars. So, to obviously, like for the sake of capitalism, people can then buy these things. Yep. To achieve what they believe is like their ideal body or ideal lifestyle, but but like but then like it all comes out at a cost at at some point, and that's what's sad too is like it's like these things come out a cost, and I realized during I realized a lot during the during the pandemic, right? Like that really made apparent to me, like oh, I understand now why how a little bit more about why science acts, acts the way it acts, right? Like science is really more about what's most likely to be possible. And like right. least likely to be harmful, right? So you know, it's so like the vaccines were all emergency authorized because they were most likely to be good for us and and had a chance of having bad side effects or like heart conditions and such, right? And like, yes, right. I chose like my risk level, like my risk tolerance was I would rather get vaccinated than not get vaccinated, so, you know, ha- and get boosted, even though the mm-hmm. risk could be that I get these conditions because I like I I value the public health over this, right? And so I get right. people's decision-making process of this to say, okay, the, 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 the benefit is the benefit outweighs the risk to them. Yeah. But the other part of me is like, but like, like, but like for things like this, like, does it like be, because these, like these risks could be these, I mean, kidney failure, gallbladder issues, um, yep. and like pancreatitis, like though, like, like, like the, those things are like organ level things that, I wonder, I'm like, is the risk that great? And I'm sure, I'm sure there isn't. I'm sure, like, the actual risk factor is very little. Like, I'm sure it's very little um, for, for that. But I also think mm. there are other ways then to achieve the things that you want without having to do this, knowing that the risk is higher than like those things, right? Like, mm-hmm. walking in walking for an able-bodied person is free. You know? Yeah. Obviously, right, right, I, I, they'll be mindful, like, maybe people with different abilities – might like might choose this as well, which I think which I think is different, right? I think I, again going back to what we said earlier, like fat 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 intentional weight loss in itself, I think is fat phobic or can be fat phobic. I think the methods in which or why is how people want to do it is what separates fat phobia from not fat phobia. You know, I think right, folks right. who maybe have who maybe ha- may have mobility challenges and how they want to have a body to then get a surgery or something, right? And that requires weight loss and then so so like so then they go on this right but then i also think right right to like like to what end to what end do you go to like for oh for 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 a girl orpa how long will she be on this will she be on this rest of her life like is this and that's what they're saying saying 
and that's mm-hmm. and like that's that's what will cause like the the right. possible issues with further is how long you keep doing this, you know. So yep. that's just yeah, yeah, something I'm thinking, about, thinking a lot about. Yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was going to say that was one of the things I had read into it. And I'll be, I'll even say before we even, you know, before it even looks like, you know, I'm throwing shade at other people, I'll be transparent and say, I looked into it. Like I looked into, you know, Mm. to see what what it was giving you know when it first came about i was like oh girl there's a pill to you know there's a, something that can stick me to help me lose some of this weight girl sign me up and then you know when i started talking so shout out to dr james you know when i reached out to dr james and i mm. asked him some questions about it you know dr james was very much like you know i'm not gonna tell you not to but i will tell you that it is in your best interest to wait and i am so glad that i did because you know and, and it's not to say that i was trying to lose weight because i wanted to you know a quick fast way to lose weight i was simply in my mind thinking to myself okay if there is something that is going to help me lose a little bit of this weight so that way it makes it easier for me to like you like i said intentional weight loss if it's gonna make me make my life a little bit easier for me as i'm flying on these planes as i'm trying to find cute shit to walk to these events if it's gonna make my life a little bit easier i will i'm interested in it and then they hit me with oh girl you may want to wait. And I'm glad I did because now I'm hearing people say, you know, I can't use the bathroom the way I want to, or I can't stop using the bathroom the way I want to. And it's just, you know, it's a lot. And so I want, I want people to hear this as they're listening to this segment and say, you know, well, why did John bring up a whole, a whole segment about intentional weight loss? If they looked into Olympic too, I'm, you know, I, 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 it's a, it's a large conversation around. I struggle with my weight period i just do mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i have days where i feel like i absolutely love my body and i'm like you know what fuck everything everyone has to say about fat people and then there are days where i'm like i just don't want to do this shit no more you know like mm-hmm. i don't i don't want to have to do and i want folks to hear this and know that i'm not just one of those people that's like oh i'm super body positive and everything is great no i have my days too where i wake up and i go you know or even you know thinking about peloton like i'll i'll see a, see someone on the bike in a really cute shirt i'll go to the website and i see it and it's only in one x and i'm like great because mm. i can't wear that shirt because one x will never fit me right so like yeah. i go through it too but i, I think for me that i i guess what i'm really trying to say in this conversation is that there's just something that is very ill fitting for me about the way people celebrate weight loss yeah however they do it and 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 in a way when you i, I guess my like the point that i'm trying to make <laughs> before we you know the nice bow that i'm trying to put on this <laughs> is when you celebrate weight loss oftentimes a lot of the ways that you celebrate weight loss is rooted in fat phobia. And I just want folks to step back and think about that a little bit more as they're thinking about whatever intentions that they want for their body. Right. We all have that right. Um, But also make sure that you do your homework, make sure that whatever ways that you take to, to get your body, the way that you want your body to look um, that you're not causing yourself more harm in the process while also harming other people. So. Mm. And I and I I just offer like I have to offer like a possible reframe of the of like of language as well because I think like I think it's it's fully honest and transparent to name that we struggle with with the world's views of our bodies. Like yes. I've I've been trying to get out of saying like I struggle with my weight versus be, 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 I mean because the, the struggle the struggle like isn't with the struggle isn't with my weight. Actually the struggle right. is with how the world feels about my weight. Right. And and yes. it's like I struggle with Real. the Thank world's you. problems with my weight. I was I struggle with I struggle with how 
how I view my body in the context of that. And I struggle with like getting to a place of saying like, I, 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 I struggle with uh, like sad feelings about my body because of what I'm told about my body. But the issue right. is that the issue is not my weight. It's not, the issue is around the people and things around, around, around mm-hmm. my weight, not, mm-hmm. not me and my weight. So I, I, I just offer that to any, to, I mean, to you, to myself, to anybody who like, who's thinking about how, how do we, Maybe like re reword the conversation we have for ourselves because we say we struggle with our weight, right? Then people are gonna be like, "Well, you we struggle with your weight, then 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 then, then, then like, like just lose weight." Because if we live in a world where people didn't hit us for our weight, we wouldn't struggle with it at all, right? Right. So, Same way I wouldn't yeah. struggle with being queer or black. Hello. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Hi. Exactly. Hi. So. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you, thank you, thank you, John, for helping for for I mean for for really just like we 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 being in a boat with this and, I mean obviously, folks, this is. An, an iterative conversation all the time, but I really appreciate how much we've dived into this and in, in this way, because I think it's a really a, a, one to me, it feels good knowing that we're talking about this because, and that it's a conversation we have often on this show that we have a criminal on the show, because that okay. is what the BFF black fat, 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 fat femme show was about. Um, on that note though, we will have to take a break because our haters are at the door trying to bang us down and sell us weight loss pills. So we're gonna have to address them really quickly and come right back. Be back in just a sec. Get on, get. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Prudential knows that no community is a monolith, and we all have unique financial needs. With black community partners across the nation, Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long and are making a tangible impact. This includes their home city of Newark, where they're actively engaged in building stronger financial foundations. They are dedicated to offering equitable financial services that cater to diverse individual requirements while recognizing our shared goal of wealth building. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Power the dreams of our communities today and future generations tomorrow. Learn more and build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com blueprints. Farm to store in days, not weeks. 
That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Hey fam, we are back and we're going to kick off the second segment of 2024 with how you healing. And I'll be honest, I know that asking this question in this segment might be opening a can of worms for all of us, but I still have to ask because it's, you know, you know, new year, same me, new year, same bullshit, new year, who it is. John alluded to it at the top of the show that 2023 just felt, you know, different. It felt heavy. It felt, it felt, it felt rough, especially with all that we've been seeing and feeling, especially with all that we've been seeing around us and all that yeah. we've been feeling around us from what we are seeing. So I want to ask, how are we, how are you and I prioritizing our overall health and wellness and all with all that has been, it's going to happen to our world. I'll just say um, for me, as I, as I'm sure you all know, Walking is a big thing this, for me this year. I put, I made like a, instead of doing, I mean, I haven't done resolutions in a long time, but I typically do manifestations, but this year I did like a visual bingo card to be my physical oh. manifestations. And so on my bingo card, I put daily walks. And so it's one of my biggest de-stressors that I have. And I really appreciate living in an area where I, where I can walk a lot. Like yesterday, again, I again walked to the grocery store and I was like, this is, this is amazing. But also like, I can't believe I'm this person. Cause like, who have I become? But I also love this mm-hmm. for myself. Um, so b- doing that, I've started limiting my caffeine intake because my doctor, um, after making conversation with my doctor, oh! and having, oh, having, my God. having, having a heart palpitations due to anxiety mm-hmm. and stress. I'm going to limit my, my, my caffeine intake and I'm only drinking one cup of decaf a day. Which has been rough because I'm like, why? But my heart be pal- my heart be pal- be palpitating, um, and so I have no tea either. Oh, uh, so so tea has tea hit is actually ask a question because I feel like most of my tea probably is naturally decaf anyway because it's herbal. Um, so really it's just it's really just the coffee, and I realize like sometimes okay. it's not even the caffeine itself. It's like like it's like the flavor of coffee that wakes me up. So I'm like, okay, the flavor of coffee helps sure. me. So you, mm-hmm. yeah, so you know, so I'm like, okay, and and so I'm I'm working on like it like cutting down those things that make me jittery or more anxious. Um, okay. obviously the caffeine is also most a bigger issue of anxiety and stress. So working on working on eliminating the stress factors in my life and the people who cause stress, um, the things that cause stress, which is hard to do because when I went when I went to my went to my doctor and they're like like oh it's, all your symptoms point towards stress and anxiety. I was like, that's great. But also horrible because if it was something worse, right. you could fix right. it. But now you're saying I gotta fix it, which is which, but again, to my to my top of the show point, the work starts here. So I'm like, oh, I have to work for it now. So right, right. you know, to so make to so making changes in my life, I would also say, um, I've really. So it's interesting because someone I've had several people come up to me or like message me or if I still in person, and just say, which has been really sweet. They're like, I miss your content. Like I just miss you posting things. And part of me is like, I did not like. Part of me is like, I. I never think I'm that important 
for, for like for like I just don't want to like think I'm so above something. So I appreciate. So I was. I didn't realize I was like that. I didn't realize that like what I do is like it's that meaningful to people. I guess, and that was really right, nice. Right. And affirming. So you know, like I said earlier, I want. I mean, I have a clear picture of what I think I want to do. And I want to get back into more creative work for myself. It's been hard to want to post considering all that's been happening. But I think I'm figuring out a way that feels authentic to me to like like post and be like my like be like my full self still while still participating in the in the things towards justice liberation that I do and just doesn't have to be so public. And so I think I've also worked on with my health and wellness like recognizing that I actually don't have to be as public as I, as I thought I used to. I right, think right. so yeah. much about our conversation with with Ashley Ashley Marie Preston of like one, we don't have to always suffer in solidarity, but also our actions to do things doesn't always have to be so public either. Like, because then the question mm-hmm. becomes, am I doing it to do it? Or am I doing it to like get recognition for it? And so right, right. I'm, I'm like, I'm going to say somewhere. Oh, I can actually move in ways that reach towards justice and liberation work that fulfills me. And that, mm-hmm. you know, flexes my politic of these things and not, not to be, be, be public about it. And I can, and I can, I can say like my public self for like, for like for a creative thing. So mm-hmm. giving myself mm-hmm. space to think about that, myself, give myself space to actually like ruminate and, um, and, and ideate and like really happy to experiment with it. Like I'm really excited to that. That will be helpful. That will, that will prioritize my health and wellness. And then right. I keep going back to sleep. Sleep is just so hard for me to do. Like I'm not someone who can just stay on a sleeping schedule, but I'm, but my, but my, my, my visual, my, my visual bingo card this year was like, at a certain point, just go to bed, girl. I don't need, I don't need to like, I don't need to stay up longer for something, just go to bed. Like if I, if, if, if it's 10 30 PM and I'm just, and I'm just scrolling Netflix for 15 minutes, go, go to bed. Go to bed. It, it, it ain't yeah. nothing for me on here. Just go to bed and call that a good day. <laughs> go to bed. I am, I'm so with you on that. I think a big part of our world is feeling like you always have to be connected in some way, um, especially when you like have a podcast or when you're, you know, when you're doing quote unquote the work, like someone's mm-hmm. always looking for you and your response. And I love the idea of you basically being like, I don't really need to engage this. Like even last night, like I know the Emmys were on last night and everybody was probably looking like for me to be like, yay for so-and-so yay for everybody. And then I just was like, I don't care. Like, I know, no, no shade to the people who won. I, I'm so happy that there were a lot of people who won that needed to win. You know, Quinta needed to win. And, 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 and there were a lot of other folks who won that I'm like, good. I'm glad that they got their flowers. However, I just don't care. Like, I just, I'm in a place now where it's like, I'm not going to break myself to, and I think that's kind of falling into this. Like this year, I'm not going to break myself to like, comment or feel the need to be the person to always be on about something mm-hmm. when I just honestly don't need to be. And I I'd said that, like I had wrote, you know, I think for me this year is, is, is a year of expressing my limits. Um, one of my limits is, you know, I'm, I, I, I don't care to keep diving into conversations on Dave Chappelle and what Lil Boosie has to say about queer people. I don't care what people are saying about Lil Nas X. I don't care about what people are saying about queer people or drag queens. I'm not going to engage it. Like, I just don't feel the need to constantly always be going back and forth with people who are committed to not seeing my fullness as a, as a human. You mm. don't see me as a full human? Fuck you. Period. Like, I just... Period. That's it. Period. Like, what else? What else do we? What else do we need to be arguing about? Why do I need to constantly keep going back and forth with you about me mm. trying to make you see me from a dignified manner? Boosie, Dave Chappelle, anybody else? If you don't see me as a full human, 
fuck off. Like, I don't, I don't need to go back and forth with you about that. And, you know, I had wrote that, you know, years ago, I would have been, you know, trying to get articles out and I've been trying to pitch people. And this year I just said, I don't care. I, I really don't care. I'm not going to spend, I'm not going to spend all, I'm not going to lot that space in my head to be reserved and thinking about people who genuinely don't think or care about me. Um, and then also too, like, you know, in that same vein, making time for those who make time for me, you know, last year I spent a lot of time chasing down people, chasing down friendships, chasing down, you know, relationships with people. And I just don't have it anymore. I really don't. And I think mm-hmm. this year is going to be one of those years that if you're not texting me, I'm not texting you. Like, it's mm-hmm. fair. Okay. It's fair. Like, Period. why am I going to mm-hmm. go out of my way with, especially with all that I have going on? And 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 I, I I always feel the need to say this, and I know people probably like, why do you always say this? It's like, I genuinely do not over exaggerate when I say I am a I work my ass off. Like, I am mm-hmm. literally always I'm always in someone's meeting about something. I always have something due. I always have something to do. Like I genuinely do not have time to be chasing after people. And so I feel like if you can understand that I'm out here working and doing the best that I can to make my life and other people's life better, then, you know, have at it. Do you be, be good, be blessed wherever you are. Um, But I just, I don't have time to be worried about people who are not worried about me. That's it. Yeah, that's how I'm how I'm starting off this year. I I feel like that is what's taking off a lot of um, pressure, if that's the right word. I think that it's taking a lot of pressure off of me um, in regards to how I feel about everything, because for last Mm. For the last few years, you know, I was always so worried about, oh, I have to make sure I make time for people and I got to make sure that I respond and I got to make sure that people see what I got to say and blah, blah, blah. Now I'm just kind of like, nope, I'm okay. All right, girl. Well, with that being said, we've got to take one more break for the good of the people. But when we get back, we are going to dive into y'all's favorite segment. Yes, ma'am. And no, ma'am, Pam, we'll be back in just a second. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Prudential knows that no community is a monolith. 
and we all have unique financial needs. With black community partners across the nation, Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long and are making a tangible impact. This includes their home city of Newark, where they're actively engaged in building stronger financial foundations. They are dedicated to offering equitable financial services that cater to diverse individual requirements while recognizing our shared goal of wealth building. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Power the dreams of our communities today and future generations tomorrow. Learn more and build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. All right, girl. So we're going to switch things up. What are yours? I know every week I normally start. Yes. Mine's okay. My yes, ma'am, Pam. Yes. Strong is Quinta Brunson, Quinta Brunson and Nisi, Nisi. Wow, I can't say the names right. Quinta Brunson and Nisi Nash. Little tongue twisters that those are. And their speeches at the Emmys. Quinta's because... There was a moment when which she said, she said, I didn't. And then she stopped. And then she just said, thank you. And I was like, she was about to say, she was, I was like, I think she's about to say, like, I didn't think this was going to happen. And I was like, oh, like, how hard that must be to like, to like, think that and feel that and believe that. And then for it to happen, right. And I appreciate, appreciate that she stopped herself because she was like, I'm not even going to like say that out loud because it happened and so i love love fucking love that for her our girl our girl quinta b i mean to have seen her since buzzfeed to today is just so so dope and i fucking like i just live for quinta brunson so much and i'll mention the work that she's put out with it her work on black Lives sketch show her work with the buzzfeed like she's just so dope i'm glad she's getting the recognition and flowers that she deserves i also mm-hmm and with and with Nisi Nash, like the, her speech, first of all, so and I appreciate what I appreciate what you posted on Instagram, share Instagram of the, of that person saying like white folks do not don't use her don't use her audio where yes. she thinks herself because and it's true because um people will take that and just be different with it because she is taking herself because she knows as a black woman like, much as like I know as like as a just as a black person myself like. That there are things people have said you will never do and could not do, yep. will not do, no matter how much you want to do, I'm gonna try to do them. And she fucking did that. And so I yeah. love that she said, I thank myself. Girl, you 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 go on your bad stuff and you did that because she fucking did that. Deserved yeah. her flowers as she has for years. And I'm so so glad that that, that, that she got them for for this, despite yeah. the despite the show itself being a little controversial. Right. Like, the show was trash. But, but he works with yeah, that. <laughs> um, and I yeah. really appreciate that she, I wish she, she, and with this for every black, black woman who she said has gone 
I was going often unheard and she's often unheard and often over policed. I really, yeah. that was just like, I mean, people, people who are like posting her speech are not posting that part. And I'm like, post that part too, because she is doing it for Brianna Taylor. She's doing it for Sandra Bland. She's doing it yeah. for, you know, like, 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 like for all, for all black folks, especially black women who have been policed, killed, silenced and all the above and everything in between. So she's just ma'am Pam mm-hmm. to, to, to them. But no ma'am Pam is to two things. One is to, I know, I know, I know. Some time passed. The some time passed since the Boeing scandal happened. But like Boeing, <laughs> girl, that Alaska. No, girl, they are still in hot water. They are oh, still. You, I mean, no, yes, it. yes. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Not old. It's still. I realize, yeah. I realize that the flight I'm taking from our cruise in a few months is a Boeing Max 737. And I'm like, oh, girl, yeah, what exactly. role? I'm like, y'all best to get together before you have me out here no. parachute out a fucking plane, bitch. Who the you, fuck? Can you say who you flying with? Chris, Alaska. Which means it's because I love, because oh. I, I love me some Alaska. I have, I love, I never have, I should, it's just Alaska, but I, I, I only throw, I've only found Alaska Pretty much like like within the West Coast, only the East Coast one time. So I'm like Alaska. Y'all have two months to get together. Y'all have two months to tell me you know you know get Maybe. get a new plane because I refuse to be there when that whole river's open, bitch. Okay, that's not in my. I don't want to know card. what those people got. That's my thing. Like I really want to know what those people got who like I still, were on that flight. I honestly, I still believe. I'm like, I'm like, this is just this suspicious. Still, I still like this suspicious <laughs> because you tell me in this economy on their flight to on their flight to a metropolitan area, they they was not a full plane at capacity. It had no one in the row. Part of me is like, girl, that's, that's suspicious. suspicious. Okay, but I, I digress. My second thing is. <laughs> I was going to say this earlier in the conversation, but I'll say now, a lot of people and a lot of menses, let, let me be really clear. Listen, I love the menses. I do. I love the menses. I love the ones. They're so cute. Shit. I love with them. I love them. I, what? I said with an asterisk. Okay. With an asterisk, with the men's, with the asterisk. Like, I, I love them and stuff, but I'm tired of seeing get ready, get ready with me videos. One because it's giving it's it's giving. Let me just show you my ass cheeks, like yeah, and all all of them. What get, what makes me laugh is like all of them like all of them like struggle struggle to put on their jeans or their pants right like over the butt cheeks or str- mm-hmm. or like or struggle or struggle to like pull like they struggle they, they like struggle to pull it over uh uh their peens and stuff and I'm like uh-huh. y'all like you all it's giving me is like look at my body for mediocre fashion if you're yeah. going to if you're gonna be a style girl give me a style give me a style but do not i repeat do not on beyonce's green earth talk about you if, if you can't jump 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 jeans on you for my pain just for some basic ass yt and jeans and maybe a, maybe a shacket girl give me fashion because all it because all it tells me is like you were just here to say Look at my ass cheeks. Like, 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 and give me him in the suit. The way I yeah. would. Ooh. So I will always exactly. see Coleman as my boss. I'm sorry. I just every time people are like Coleman's so sexy. I'm like, I'll call I him boss all he wants. I'll call him I, boss all he wants. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let me stop. Let me stop. You're right. You're right. Let me stop. <laughs> on. 
I am over it. I I love y'all, but it's kind of the the way that y'all be doing Coleman with me is the way that uh old girl was what's her name when they were trying to do that with her with the bear and they showed oh boy with his shirt off. Oh, Jeremy, like, He's uh, family. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like Coleman to me is like my that's uncle. Fair. That's like, fair. Just, no, that's fair. That's fair. That's I fair. I get it. I don't see it. No shade. I just don't. It's he is a beautiful man. I give that to him, but I just don't. I, don't I, I haven't. That. I haven't thought thought it much. But in that suit, I was like, oh. He. I. You. You. You know what? That's in a, the suit, I can see. For me, I even said, I see why people feel the way that they feel about him. <sighs> However, Coleman is my uncle, and I just, oh, I, I, I will never in my head see it that way. All that to be said, shout out to everybody <laughs> who is getting their things at this point in time. And yes, I agree. I too, I'm done with get ready with me. I am done with, uh, you know what else I'm also done with? I'm done with, this will probably be part of my no man Pam. Those TikToks where people are like, of course I'm from here. This is what I'm going to do. Of course I do this because I, it's old. Stop. I'm over oh, it. I, Get- I low-key love that. I low-key love that. No. I think it's cute. I think I'm <laughs> over it. It's done. It's cute. It's I'm, done. I'm I'm trying to my friends off. to do one to be like, we're to be like to, to be like, we're fat folks. Of course we're brave for walking in the streets. Like that's what I'm trying to do. I've but seen it done already. I've seen iteration. Of course we're fat actors. That was the one I saw. And I'm like, oh my God, can we can we come up? Can we come up with something else? Can we come up with something else? Um, but yes, I'm over that. So for me, in terms of my yes, ma'am, I wanted to shout out corporate Aaron and the nonprofit boss. Um, I believe that both of them, while they may not be BFFs, and they could, they could be, they could be a part of the community. Um, I love the fact that they incorporate, like they encompass everything that we hate about nonprofit and business culture. Like they are just, they're just fucking funny that's the only thing i can say is i think that they are absolutely um it the my real no man pam for this week is um i guess just the people who are acting like covid is not a thing um it is really i'll say this like and i knew we were gonna get here so i can't sit here and act like it's it's surprising me um seeing the numbers yo it's like it's it's alarming it is alarming Mm. how many people do not have the current booster and how many people are literally being hospitalized because of COVID. And so like, I'm not trying to get on here and tell people again, how they should move and how they should, how they should, you know, what they should do with their bodies. I know that Mm -hmm. there have been, there's been a lot of conversation about the vaccine and things of that nature. But what I will say is as for me and my, my, my body, girl, I am on booster four. I told myself, y'all not, y'all are not getting, Boost me up, girl. I got the flu shot and the booster mm-hmm. on the same day. Will I ever do it again? No, but I will say that I did get both of them. Um, and they, they they got me. They got me together. They got me together. It's not it's not an easy thing, um, to heal from. But what I will say is just looking at those rates. My God, like it's really scary how many yeah. people are acting like we're just oh, COVID is just a cold. And I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. And I'm even seeing a lot more research come out. And again, if, if folks want to, you know, want to clarify or want to make sure that I just, again, I'm, I'm trying to make sure that I don't misspeak because, you know, they love to tussle in the, in the streets, honey. But I will say that I've seen a couple of articles from friends that I follow who are scientists 
that are saying that there is a lot of correlation between um, the HIV epidemic and the ways that long COVID treats the body. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing. It starts to break down the immune system. Um, Folks are having long-term lung problems. There are all of these things that are coming out now that I don't think a lot of people are giving much attention to. So this is just kind of a general love PSA to say that if you believe in, (laughs) if you are a listener who believes in the the vaccine, you should please go get, go get the vaccine. Yes. Yes, Agreed. Yeah, it is. Because you've got all of them, right? Did you get all four? Girl, oh, yes. I got, I, got, I, I also boosted and flu shot. Although I think I flu shotted probably just like just just right right before then. So I wasn't affected in that Ooh. way. I remember people who got both in one were taken down. But girl, girl. I, I, if I can get a six shot, I get a shot right now. But they won't give it to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm, oh I would have God. as much shots as I, as I need to make sure I'm protected. Baby, I will say this and then we'll move on. I got that shot. I got both of the shots, both, both in the same arm. That's the other thing that nobody Ooh. told me. Do not, if you get the flu shot and you get the COVID shot at the same time, do separate arms, yeah, baby. Okay. The way that it felt like somebody literally came and just like, like Stone bop, Cold bop. Steve, like I, my arm hurt so yeah. bad. And I was like, Oof. why didn't anybody tell me how bad my arm was going to hurt if I do them yeah. both in the same arm? The other part is I really did think that I was in the clear. I thought I was good. I thought I was like, oh, I got, I got the shot. I'm good. Ain't nobody going to be worried. I'm good. I'm fine. I'm fine. That next day I woke up and it literally felt like I it felt like I had COVID. It really felt like I had mm. COVID. My, I had a fever. I was hot. I was running cold. I had the sniffles. I couldn't breathe. It was just, you know, it was, it was so, but again, but by like day three, by like that Monday, cause I got it done on Thursday by that Monday, yeah. Friday was bad. Saturday was, was somewhat bad, but by Sunday, Monday, I, I felt better. Mm. Um, so yeah, plan a weekend, honey, go get your vaccines. If that's what you believe in. Um, cause COVID is out here and she ain't taking no prisoners, honey. She is whooping people's ass. All right. Well, with that being said, send us your thoughts, your feedback, your emails. We love to read them. We will even read them on the air chat. Send it hey, over to blackfemflippod at gmail.com. Come on down. Come on down. You can also send us your thoughts via social medias by interacting with our pod, with our post on Instagram and Twitters by using the handle at blackfatfempod. Queen Joho, where can the dolls find you? Of course. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? 
Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26th. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details.